0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. I am your host, Kevy the Dreamer, and today I'm joined by my guy, fly guy, actor, gymnast, entrepreneur, the Trevor Howard. (laughs) Trevor, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Happy to be on here.
0: Thank you so much for joining me. So I... I always start out with a couple icebreaker questions to let everybody get to know you a little bit better. So I got just a few for you. Number one is what's your dream vacation? Ooh,
1: my dream vacation would probably be a week at the set, like each of the seven wonders. So one week at one of the seven wonders, one week at another one, one week at another one and kind of hit all of them. And just kind of be able to take that in and kind of really like resonate with what's happening and all of that. So right now that's my dream. Vacation answer. That's
0: yeah, that's something that, yeah, that's a good trip. Okay. Number two is, do you have a favorite country that you've ever been to?
1: Um. I have my favorite countries. I don't think I have a favorite one, uh, just because I like a little bit in each, uh, but Europe Mm -hmm. in general, like Switzerland, Amsterdam, um, the Netherlands was like, when I went to Amsterdam and the Netherlands, it was like absolutely beautiful scenery. And then you go downtown and then you have all the like views and all of the shops and all of the, um, all of the museums. I loved it there, but then China on the other side of like seeing the Great Wall and really being able to like experience their culture and how it's completely different. Um, I loved it there. So and like Japan, I would love to visit. So I don't really think I have like a favorite country in specific. Like Switzerland was beautiful for the the uh, the mountains and being able to snowboard and all of that. But then you have Italy and the shopping there is on point. So like, I don't really have like a favorite spot, but Europe. I love how like the variation and all all of the difference differences that it has there. So I don't I don't want to say I have a favorite one, but Europe so far is like my top one.
0: Listen, I need to dust off my passport. I have a passport and I've never used it. What? <laughs> I've had it since twenty fifteen. Yes. That's not okay. Yes. That's not okay. I know, right? Uh, and that's so cool <laughs> that you've seen the Great Wild China. Every time I ask this question, I always, I, I, I'm i like secretly like, what tips are they going to give me? Like, where should I go? So I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. Okay, awesome. three if, the you final... do, if you do go, yeah. there's a like slide that you can go down. So like once you climb it, they have like different okay. ways to go down. I recommend doing like the slide or for anyone that's listening, the slide, because it's, you can go yeah. as fast as you want. And like, it's, it's super fun.
0: Oh wow! Okay, I never even thought about that. How you're going to get down? Because I don't do heights, so oh wow! (laughs) Yeah, get me down immediately. Right, right, right. (laughs) Okay. Final question is: If you wrote a book, what genre would it be, and what would it be about?
1: Oh wow! I've actually started already writing my book, um, or books, I guess. Okay. So um, okay first one would kind of be like the early development stage of like figuring out like your purpose, your dreams, like what to do and enjoy and like how to like live like a true kid or like what to really learn or develop amongst that like first section or first 20, 30 years of your life And then the second would be like the transition of like finding your occupation or passion and really capitalizing and monetizing it and, and living it out to the full purpose and what it really means to live. And then the end is kind of reflecting and also just, um, being more so of, um, just like being grateful and, and passing that on to the next generation being more of an educator or teacher, teaching the youth and all of that and kind of passing it back. So. I kind of am already in the developing stages of kind of what I've been able to do in the first section and what I've experienced. And now that I'm starting the second chapter, really transitioning into my occupation and field and what I want to do. Um, and the third is more like teaching it and and all of that and being able to write about it, but I I've already started and I, I write down stuff every day. So I'll have plenty of content to put in there.
0: So. Oh, I love that. I'm ready for these books. Okay. <laughs> That's everything. Listen, we got to get a memoir in there too. We got to hear your story.
1: <laughs> all right, all right.
0: <laughs> four, four book series coming soon about Trevor Howard. I love it. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, y'all. So Trevor is somebody that I connected with. Um, we recently did a model and talent showcase. And his energy is just everything. So actually, this is something that I did not know about you. So I knew that you grew up being a gymnast, but you also grew up doing child acting and that is lit. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, I've got to pay them bills early uh, so on. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that, that journey. Tell me about how you first got into being a gymnast and tell me about just, just, we'll start there. We'll start with your, your background in gymnast, and then we'll go, we'll go to everything else because there's a lot of layers there about Trevor <laughs> Howard and I'm excited to get into it.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, um, I started with multiple sports when I was younger. I started when I was three. Um, and I did football, baseball, basketball, tennis. Basically, you name it. I did it. Um, and gymnastics was the one that really tired me out the most. And also I felt like the most development happened for me. And so I did that all the way through middle school to high school, to college, to afterwards professionally. So, um, it really started with me just climbing on the couch and, and my mom didn't want that anymore. So then she was like, we got to put you in something. And that's gymnastics seemed like it was the perfect fit for me.
0: That's awesome. And and I like how you how you talked about the development aspect of it. Yeah, you know, I, I look at gymnasts and I think that and I'm sure that you agree being a gymnast. I feel like being a gymnast is probably the most ultimate sport because the things that you guys can do is just insane. The discipline that I'm sure that it takes to even get to that to that point to get on stage is just crazy so i have the utmost respect for gymnasts and my cousin is also a gymnast as well so um okay yeah i I just think it's fascinating i love it that's awesome um thank you yeah so you so you have traveled professionally as a gymnast um so tell me about tell me about your experiences with that and i know now you're a little more on the coaching side so we'll dig into that as well (laughs) right 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 um so professionally I didn't really
1: start competing internationally until 2017 um or i guess 18. um so I 17 i herniated my disc in my back and was told that i wasn't going to be able to compete again and then um through eastern medicine and really just focusing on myself and my health and wellness um i was able to come back and that's when i really started to compete for team usa and traveling so with it i i that was one of the main reasons why I stood or stayed with it. Obviously I love competing, but after you've competed so many times it can get dull. So it was the experiences of being able to see the world because I know from previous experiences of being in club and going to Guatemala and Puerto Rico was more of a culture shock to see families that are living in cinder block homes with tinfoil roofs and goats and chickens just running the streets. You read it in books, but until you fully experience it and seeing the kids picking cocoa beans off of the trees to help pay for their education with their parents, it really kind of opens your eyes. So that's one of the experiences that I was able to have through gymnastics and why I was so attached and staying with it for as long as I, I did was to travel to see more of the world places that I want to go and do it on someone else's dime. So with it, I traveled to Azerbaijan, um, Baku, Uh, Doha, um, China, um, when I went to Germany, that's when I went to Switzerland and all these other places. So I tried to like spend a little bit of time there, but mostly when I was there, I was focused on competing and representing Team USA. But uh, that's kind of been my experience with traveling internationally and making friends all over the world and, and some great connections. So.
0: That is awesome. I love to hear that. And you also, you spoke about injuries and I'm sure that that, you know, is always a risk when it comes to competing. And you hear about a lot of people that are forced to retire early because, you know, it's it's such a strenuous sport and you're putting your body through all these crazy tasks. And yeah, so is that, is that kind of like another thing that kind of led to the retirement for you? Just, you know, just saving your body, still being young, you know, um. So, uh, yeah. Would you say that that had anything to do with retiring as well? Just the, just the, I don't want to say the word trauma, but I guess the blunt force, like the physicality of competing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm on the older spectrum and now too, with the sport and how crazy it's right. gotten from what it was like when we first started to what it is now, um, the guys that I was growing up were around this age and the number has just slowly gone down. So me being as old as I was and doing it as long as I was was kind of a its own uh, phenomenal in itself by being able to still compete with the big name guys. So um, yeah it was it was a good experience, good run. I w- wanted to go to Tokyo um, and I probably would have been on team if it was in 2020 but then COVID happened and then kind of not yeah. having access to a gym and trying like my mind was kind of like already, Checked out at that point, and ready to move on. So,
0: gotcha. So now you are more so on the coaching aspect. So, do you coach future gymnasts? Are you about to That's discover the new? Say that
1: because I actually just launched an elite coaching business. Um, okay. With that, where um, I develop kids or or like teens or adults that are really trying to transition. Um, I figured why not, you know, it's something that I've done for 25 years. And, um, one thing I've learned about myself is that I don't learn stuff quickly, but once I learn it, I know how to be able to, I know how to teach it and teach it faster so that kids or anyone that's learning from me can take that learning curve. Milo chill, bro. Chill. (laughs) can take that (laughs) learning curve. Sorry, people, the people listening, my dog is super (laughs) extra right now. Um, but the people that are learning from me, I know how to be able to communicate with them so that they can break that glass ceiling and go to the next level in such a shorter pace. Like for me, I was that person that had the talent or the tenacity and the ability to be able to do it, but I never was a person that learned it as quick as other people. Like I could never put two and two together, but once I got it, I never lost it. That's one thing that I like. Once I made that, that step to the next level, I never stepped back or went back to the next thing. So that's one thing that I can pride myself on. Um, and I always see it out to the end. So, so yeah, I'm on coaching now and
0: doing that a little bit and working with some people. Okay. And then also you are, you're an entrepreneur. So you are in the finance coaching aspect realm. That, that was one yep. kind of a lot of words that I use, but tell it, tell it. <laughs> Tell us about that. Tell us about—I forget the name of the academy, but you've introduced it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's called I Am Academy. Um, there we go. It's an absolutely amazing platform. Um, it's something that teaches. It's basically like going back to school, but it's learn how to make money, not work for money. Um, and so the whole academy is built on the preface of learning a skill set and being able to apply it to whatever your occupation or um, day job or. Or whatever, honestly, if you just have some spare cash and you don't know what to do with it, learning how to be able to take that money and have it work for you rather than you work for the dollar. So we, it it focuses mainly on that and different avenues of being able to do that. Um, remember the other side of it that they just launched is a trading s- side. So you're able to be able to take these amazing trips to all these places um, and be able to kind of learn how to do that in your spare time and save some money in the process. So
0: that is great that is something because that's something that we're not taught we're not taught you know financial literacy and and just how to manage money that's something that you kind of just either learn on your own or you have a mentor to guide you
1: right we learn from our parents or or Mm -hmm. hopefully a mentor that's doing better than us
0: right yeah. So I would love to hear that. Um, how, how important would you say is mentorship to you? Because I know that you, we've had discussions before and we've talked about mentors and I've realized that that is just such a blessing to learn from somebody else that's willing to teach you. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. I think it's key. I mean, that and your environment are probably two, one of the, two of the most, um, imperative yeah. pieces to growth and development. Um, because what you listen to the most is what you become. So, um, depending on who you hang out with, who you're listening to in and outside of the car and, and all of that, then it really kind of shapes and molds who you're going to become.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, something that I want to tell the audience is even if you don't have like a personal mentor that you, you know, you're physically in their space. You've taught me this. You, you've you sent me, um, and I can't think of his name, but the Earl really good speaker. <laughs> there we go. Yes, Earl Nightingale. People <laughs> like that, that you can just listen, you can listen to on YouTube. And, you know, something that I'm learning now, something that's big for me right now is literally what you intake into your life. Like what you what you follow, what you subscribe to. It's so important. It's like your diet, you know? So if you, You can literally turn your car into just your own personal studio, you know, and if you're like us, we travel, we drive places and stuff like that. You can, you don't even have to listen to the noise of whatever's going on in the world. You can listen to self-improvement, self-empowerment stuff like Earl Nightingale. That speech was just so powerful. And it's funny because that's from what the 1950s and it's still relevant today.
1: Yeah. So yeah. yeah, man. Right. Even more so now and with inflation and all of that, and the gap just getting bigger, it's just kind of showing how ahead of the time he was, um, between the two. And it's so funny because with my personal development development, me running my own business and communicating with a lot of different people, I'm able to learn and kind of see how people talk to themselves or about themselves, or when you talk to someone, um, and, they might be like, Oh no, like I'm not, that's not me. Or like, no, like, thank you. That's far too kind. And you can tell that they don't have that self-development or that self-belief just from yeah. whatever their environment or who's been talking to them. And it's, it's sad to see, but nice to know that, um, you can add value or be able to help that person by just be communicating and let them know that they're valued. I know Sometimes I've been in environments where it wasn't a conducive or growth environment, and so I didn't I didn't think twice about it until being in a new space and hearing people talk to me or look up to me or or really want to be in my circle, and um, not really realized how powerful, or influential I could be as someone else could because I was always shut down or. Or made smaller because I was a freshman or I was new to a group or, and I wasn't just around the right people that were filling my cup. They were emptying it because they saw something that they didn't have and they wanted to tear it down. There's always going to be people like that, but it's to make sure that you, you stay closer to the people that are are trying to lift you up. If you don't feel good at the end of the conversation, by the time you leave, that person's probably not
0: for you. So listen, bars. (laughs) you just dropped so many gems and that's so true your environment absolutely plays a part in your success and where you're going to go if you don't learn how to turn off that noise around you and surround yourself with people who want to see you win and who are winning then you're going to stay in the same place you're going to be complacent so I, i love that you highlighted that you know and i would say that you absolutely have you know You, you have overcome your environment, you know, growing up and things that you've witnessed and things and, and look at you now, like you are, you've, you have found the golden ticket, so to speak. Like you have applied the lessons that you've learned from that and you've captured the essence of it to going to the next phase in your business and and your craft and what you're doing. So kudos to you, God. I love to hear that. I love to see. Thank
1: you. you. Thank you, man. I
0: appreciate it. Absolutely absolutely um let's see let's talk about so you you mentioned your business so you so you said that you have the mentorship business and you you also are doing the i am i am academy is there what else is going on in trevor's world are you are you taking on any other projects anything coming our way tumble monkey
1: i mean with disney <laughs> 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 there, uh, <laughs> Doing that on the side. Um, it's a nice little gig down here. That So um, talking about mentorship and environment, one thing that I realized that that is conducive and same for you. I mean, moving out to LA and pursuing your passion and dreams with acting and modeling, you knew that that wasn't really going to happen in Ohio. So you took the leap right. of faith and moved out to California, LA, where, where the heart is. So that was the same for me and really what I want to do. And I knew when I transitioned from... Gymnastics, um, from going from college to professional, I knew the people that I wanted to be more like or become weren't there. They were back in Ohio. So I moved back home and within six months of just working around those people, I was already on the national team. I was traveling, I was having competitions, which I hadn't seen since then. And so I knew that was kind of the next step for me. And so I moved down here to Orlando And eventually Miami, um, directly where one of my mentors is, but getting out of my comfort zone, getting out of a space where there wasn't growth or people that were closed minded and and not what I wanted. And so that transition of moving down to Florida, put me in a hunger mode, put me in the mindset of what I need to do, putting me around the people I need to be around. Also being around a conducive environment to me, like for me, I'm a beach guy and as you know, there aren't any beaches in Ohio. So I needed to be in a spot where I woke up every day and I was happy. And me waking up to 70 plus weather and palm trees and beaches and having the access to that is where I knew I could be to refill my cup without having to to pay for these extra added benefits to fill my cup up. Like in Ohio, I had to go get a massage. I had to go spend money on something. I had to go do something to just keep my cup filled to pour out to others. And so, um, going back to the environment, it's not just with people, but also just your surroundings and what you're seeing every single day on your commute to work. Are you driving past slums all day, or do you drive past nice houses and that's the life that you want to live where you're driving down, um, what is it in California with all the palm trees and all the mansions? What is it? Hamptons or whatever, or not Hamptons, mm -hmm. Uh,
0: but like Calabasas and that type of thing.
1: Right. Like where, where people are like, where money's flowing and it's flowing lucratively. Like when I take, when I drive to work, it's only 10 minutes. But when I go and look at my future house or what I want my lifestyle to be at, like the other day um, I was going to FedEx to uh, laminate my dream board and I went into a Ritz Carlton. So it was being able just to experience a little yeah. thing like that. Of This is what money looks like. This is what money smells like. When you walk in, it smells nicer than a typical hotel. And the <laughs> things that I want to experience. So um, it's like little things like that and just really like bathing in that so that you know what it's going to feel like when, it, when you're truly living that life.
0: I love that. that. And that's, that's a great point. You know, that that's so true. And it's, first of all, it's important for your mental health, because like you said, if you're surrounded by, you know, slums, and you're not seeing like, you know, good images of what you want, you know, that can lead to a lot of different factors. But I love that you also just mentioned a dream board. That's something that I'm starting to get into is vision boards and manifestation and just speaking it into existence, just believing in it until it comes true. So that's so cool that you just went to have it laminated. Just simple little things like that, you know.
1: Write the vision, make it plain on
0: tablets.
1: For those who see it, will run.
0: I love it. That's everything. It's,
1: uh, It's key. It's imperative to anything that you want in this life. And that's one of the things that I'm learning from my mentors um, and coaches is that if you're not writing it down, if you're not thinking about it, if you're not visualizing it, then you're just, you're just walking, you're walking with no path. And, um, I started with my new, my mentor in February and since then I've already had like four things from my vision board come to pass it's only been, it's only been like, it's not even like, let me look at it. So I have two of them. That's already been my mint. Like I wrote, Mm -hmm. I put these like, and this is before any of this actually happened. So two of them were my mentor that I put on my vision board and both of them are my mentors. Um, I put on my vision board that I wanted to visit all the Disney worlds and I'm working at one of them right now. And then I get discounts to all the other ones. So whenever I want to travel, I can go to them and get in for free. So I can see all those. Um, then uh, we went, when I went with my mentor in Houston, visited him, we went to the Bentley store and I have a Bentley on my phantom ghost. And there was one in the dealership there that I got to like touch and be around. Um, and then what was crazy was on my vision board, I have uh, like coins that like slowly start stacking up. So like more coins start developing, but it has tree, a tree coming out for like personal growth and once you grow money flows. So the more value you give, the more money comes into, and there's alignment and being aware of your vision and their alignment. And so I was going through like a rough time in my head and wasn't just thinking right, but I knew I had to go and be around my mentor. To to get in that right space. And when I went into the Airbnb, he had a picture of like trees growing in the Airbnb. And I was like, it was almost exactly identical right. to what was on my vision board, but it was an alignment of where I needed to go and what I needed to do to get there. And when you can see those things and you and you look at that every day, and then you can be like, oh, this is this is where I need to be, this is where I need to go. You don't, you don't stress about it. You have patience. You you know, when my time comes, it'll be here. I'm ready for it. I'm mentally there. I'm going to do the steps that it takes to get there. But vision board is key to any success, I believe, because I'm a visual learner one, but yeah. the people that like, when you vote, fo- whatever you focus on the most will come to pass. So if you don't have a vision board or you only like, it doesn't even have to be a whole board. It can be like one thing that you really want and eventually it'll come. But I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm making this much money or that I have this lifestyle or that I have this object or I have love and abundance or I, this, that, another, and you're living with that vibration of happiness and and joy and gratitude now, then it eventually just comes. So even on your roughest days, even on your roughest days.
0: I love that. So you, you actually like physically have, when I, I'm visual as well. So I, I see it as like a poster board and you like have different. Okay. yep, That's that's how I would see it. Like, like I I think about the old school method of like magazine clippings and things like that. And, um, I love it. Okay.
1: All right. I just got it laminated the other day, but yeah, the seven wonders is on there
0: too. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. And you have it hanging. So you see it that's
1: every day every day yeah. or where you're at most where like I'm in my room like right when I wake up or like if I exercise or whatever If I'm like having coffee or just want to like scribe or read a book I can like yeah. take a pause and I and I'll see it right there And it kind of makes me go back into why I'm doing what I'm doing and what's yes it.
0: yes having a so, strong why exactly yes. exactly I love that I, that's that is the inspiration that I needed for today. That's great. And and I kind of do a form of that with, with my podcast. I, I make flyers and I put guests on there before I even know if they're going to do it or not. And I just, you know, I'll, I'll put it out sometimes, like fillers, like, are you interested in being on here? And some people, you know, like, no, I'm not saying that, you know, people are smaller than like celebrities or whatever, but some people like having a bigger platform and are harder to be available you know, I, I still I'd look at it and I'll be like, okay, like, how am I going to like make this happen? So like, I'll find their contact information or sometimes I'll slide in their DMs, something like that. And, you know, like you said, like visual is like, can't talk visualization, seeing it, believing it. It's yeah, it, it's, it's important. Like you said, it, it's, it's vital. Cause there, cause when you put your energy towards it, when you work towards it and you believe in it, it's going to come true. You know, you're, you're putting so much energy and focus into it. When you focus on it, it's going to just, it's going to grow. So I love that. That's, it's a great little tidbit. Well,
1: one thing I want to touch on in that too, that you said is it's like, you said, it's not just seeing it. It's believing it too.
0: Yes. Yes. It's not
1: just putting something that seems super unrealistic and you don't even have any faith or belief that it will actually happen. It's right. you seeing something, you believing that you deserve what that is or whatever it may be, that you're yeah. wor- deserving of it and taking actions that's aligning you towards that goal. Like faith without work is dead. So doing That quote literally
0: action, came in my head. Literally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Faith without work, it's dead. So putting the faith, putting the action, putting the belief behind it and seeing the vision of what it is and your why for doing it, that's when it comes to pass. But if you put like, I could put, I don't know, Cause I believe in almost everything now (laughs) after like me, like, I don't know. It's just like little things, one stuff. Like once you truly unlock and believe and see these things happen and you're in an enlightenment stage, Mm -hmm. like anything is really possible. Like we, you truly are deserving of everything that you'd want in your life. So for me, I could put anything up, but right now, like saying I'd have a billion dollars in my bank account tomorrow seems unrealistic. And I don't believe that. Right. But like, right. Me having a billion dollars one day, I can believe that. And I'm doing actions to yes. move towards that every single day. So it's, it's that steps or those steps to get there and believing it and having that vibration of when you, when you go out, your attitude, how you're reacting, because the whole universe, everything comes back. What you give out, you might not see it today, tomorrow, next week, yep. a month, year, five years, but it all comes back. So mm-hmm. if you can have more of those good days and believe that. Bone,
0: yeah, and all it takes is faith the side of a mustard seed,
1: right? So, you you gotta have the seed, bro. Plant the seed, yeah,
0: yeah. I love that, yeah. We could get there, there's so many gems I feel that we could get from you. Um, yeah, I I love it. I'm, I'm excited for you, I'm excited for your new journey. Um, happy that you're in a new environment. You know, Florida being as beautiful as it is in the good weather, but also the opportunities that are coming. And like you said, just believing in it and aligning with it and your vibrations, just, you know, just what you're putting out, it's going to come to you because that's what you're focusing on. That's what you're putting your energy on. If you focus on bad, that's what you're going to get in some way. You know, if you're always worried about something or you don't believe in it or just pessimistic. Something of some sort is going to go wrong because that's what you're focusing on. But if you focus on the good, it doesn't mean that bad's not going to happen, but it means that something good is going to come. You're not being distracted. You're not getting caught up in the wrong things. So I love that. Right,
1: right, bro. Right, exactly.
0: All right, y'all. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Um, Trevor, this has been wonderful. So glad to have you. I hope you guys have been blessed as much as I have been from this conversation. Trevor, let us know your, your social media handles where we can find you.
1: Absolutely. So on Instagram, um, that's mainly where I post it's Trevor underscore Howard six. Um, and then you can follow me on, um, I'm trying to think it's T money ninety three for Facebook, or I might have changed it. It might be Trevor Howard. That was like my old growing <laughs> up days. Um, but uh, yeah, on Facebook, Trevor Howard, and then Instagram, or I mean, um, Twitter is the same. I'm pretty sure it's Trevor underscore Howard six. Um, and then Snapchat is like very rare that I use that. Every once in a while, I post on there. It's Trev ninety three. Those are my main my main handles for that. But I just want to turn it back and I appreciate you, Kevy, for for getting me on here and and doing this podcast, man. I think what you're doing here is great. And also just being able to touch on multiple um, avenues and like streams of income, but also people and what they've been able to offer. Uh, to their industry and I'm excited to see what you're going to do bro because I know one you have good envi- you have good energy but you're also just a good individual in person and I love to see your hustle and your TikToks and your, your Instagram videos of you with your all your outfits but I don't even know you live in California so I don't even know how you have a big enough closet for all the outfits you wear but I love seeing them <laughs> come through bro and, and I appreciate you for allowing me to come on your platform and to be able to speak man so I really appreciate you doing this as well
0: Oh, absolutely. Thank thank you so much. I definitely was having you on here for sure. And guys, first of all, yes, follow him, um, Trevor underscore Howard six um, on Instagram and go to the link in his bio and you'll find all of his links. Um, You can find the link to his I am Academy and just different things that he's doing. And I always every time the episodes come out, I always post everybody's links um, and platforms so that you can find him and find them um, that particular guest of that week. So. I thank you so much. Trevor, thank you again for being here. Um, until next time, guys, take care.
1: Right. Thank you. Thank
0: you, man.